Hey guys, and welcome back to a little mini episode of Silas Friends. It's your host Courtney. Um, I wanted to just put out this little mini episode before I put out the episode that you're about to listen to. So I kept calling Jamie Harrison, Jamie Harris, um, on the episode because I was too lazy to go back and remember to look up his name. But yes, I was referring to Jamie Harrison, and if you have been following the election, unfortunately, he lost. So yes, we are stuck with Lindsey Graham here in South Carolina for another four years. Um, I think Lindsey Graham went. I think Lindsey Graham went into office when I was like, I know I had to be like eight or nine, and he won't be coming out of office. Or I'm sorry, he won't be going up for re-election until I'm 38. So, yeah, that Jamie Harrison loss hit, like, really hard. But I wanted to come and tell you guys that. I also want to tell you that today is October the 4th. And, excuse me, today is October the 4th. And right now at 11.32, the presidential race has not been called but Joe Biden is still in the lead. He only needs six more votes to win. So hopefully by the time you hear this, the presidential race will be called. Um, and whoever you voted for, fingers crossed, will be our new president for 2020 to 2024. So, all right, guys, I just wanted to throw that in there. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And let's get right to the episode, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Say Less Friend, and I'm your host, Courtney Year. It is November the 3rd, good old election day, and I wanted to come in and check in with you guys. So first off, guys, how was your week, your day, and your month so far? Mine has been hectic and crazy, um, so I had to get my, um, I had to get my insurance drafted from my paycheck i mean i can go back in and change it but when i was buying my car i had to get it drafted in order for me not to put any money down on my insurance because i didn't have any money put down on my car either long story so they take it out of my check and y'all i was the world's worst driver last year in 2019 like i just had so much going on that i ran a stop sign so they say allegedly but i guess because i i guess because i did admit to it uh i played guilty to it so yeah i guess there's no allegedly but anyways i ran a stop sign i got caught speeding and i forgot to pay my insurance like ew, ew, it was rough last year but anyways because that oh and when satan tender repo my car they didn't get my tag back so my license got suspended well because of all of that 
my insurance is like flipping sky high so i get a discount because of the company that i work for and because i have metlife dental and it's kind of a better discount than what i was gonna get from other people and plus i didn't have to put no money down so because of it they drafted out of my check and my check was like oh my check was like two hundred dollars well, it was short, but when it came to my account, $200 was missing out of it because it went towards my insurance. So, I had to pay my car payment. I had to go into my separate accounts and pay my rent. And one of my accounts, it's going to take like 24 hours for the money to show up. So, I still owe $100 on my rent. Good thing is... It's the third, and rent is due by the fifth. So, praise the Lord on that. Right now, I'm just sitting here, and I guess I'm going to make this a mukbang-style podcast because I'm eating noodles. Yes, y'all, I was just so, so tired when I got home today. I didn't feel like taking out anything to cook, and I was like, I'm just going to lay down and take a little nap. A little nap turned into like about a two or three hour nap. Got up. I was like, okay, I'm going to go in here. I'm going to cook some chicken and just make some something with some hot dog buns, chicken. Maybe like a grilled chicken bird dog or something. Yeah, that, but that idea fell out the window as soon as I got up. I was like, I don't feel like standing up long. So that's how I ended up with the noodles. And normally when I make the cup of noodles, that's what I call them. I don't know why. But when I make the cup noodles, um, I'll take the little, I'll take the noodles out of the cup, throw them in the bowl, throw the seasoning in the bowl, put some chicken broth, you know, some actual cooked chicken, mushrooms. I do, I put an egg. I do all the works. But tonight... I boiled that water, threw that thing in that cup, and we called it a day. Cause I am just beat. I've been up since 4 a.m. this morning. Well, actually, not even 4 a.m. I've been up since 4.45 this morning. I had to do my civic duties and go vote. Now, the reason why I get up at 4.45 some mornings is because I take my son to my dad's house so that he can do his e-learning and go to his um practice while I'm at work. And my son will actually spend the night with my dad so that way I'm not having to do this every morning. And yeah. Yesterday he didn't want he has a half school, so yesterday he didn't want to like just stay with my dad. So he was like, when you come, will you come pick me up and then just take me back in the morning when you have to go back down there? And I was like, yeah, okay. So that's how that worked out. And thank God I don't have to get up at 4.45 in the morning. I'm going to sleep as long as possible. We've got a meeting at work tomorrow that I'm just dreading. I felt like I was just on my F game today. Well, not even my F game. I feel like I was on my D game. Because I was just beat. I was tired. 
I've got to get back into a rhythm. But watch, as soon as I get back into a rhythm, I'm going to get swapped to some other financial institution. So, it's just like, uh, well, it's me. Anyways, um, I hope you guys got the chance to go vote. Um, I just want to go on record to say, Jamie Harris, I voted. Please leave me alone, okay? Thank you. I wasn't even going to vote for Jamie Harris at first. And yeah, I think the man's name is Jamie Harrison, and I'm calling him Jamie Harris. But anyways, I wasn't even going to vote for him at first. But he was one of those candidates that his commercials got on my nerves so bad, it was like, bump it. I'll just vote for you if it'll make you go away. I know that sounds pretty ignorant, y'all. I'm joking, but I'm kind of low-key not. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, Lindsey Graham has been in office since I was... Oh, my God. How old were I? How old was I? Seven, eight, and I'm 34. I remember when this man went into office. I can't even remember who he beat. But both of my grandparents were alive when this man went into office well, actually, all four of my grandparents were alive when this man went into office. My sister, I don't even think my sister was born. Or she might have been, my baby sister might have just been born. I can't remember. But um, this man has been in office forever. And it's like, why are you still running? Just, just let it go. But anyways... Jamie Harris, or Jamie Harris, I I can't remember, y'all, I'm too lazy to go look up the man's name. He would be a fresh face. And from the policies that I did actually go and try to, you know, look up, I think he'd be better for South Carolina. I really do. Um, And one of my coworkers' friends was like, Mama, why are they talking all this bad stuff about Jamie Harris? They know he's good. He's good for the South Carolina. He's good for the government. He's good. The kid's eight. So, I mean, I was like, if the kid thinks Jamie Harris is good, I think Jamie Harris is good, we're going for Jamie Harris. Um, There were... The district that I vote in, there was, like, people running for stuff and nobody running against them. Like, literally nobody running against them. It's always been that way. And this year, I just, I know I'm not supposed to do that, but I just skipped past it because I was like, I don't even care. I got to go to work. The um, voting process was different this year. Like, I'm from the old school where you just go in and you touch the straight Democrat or straight Republic or you can go through a pick like one year I think I actually just went through and manually picked but every other year I think I've been just completely lazy and just voted straight democratic ticket and today was no different but like there were some things like I was like okay there's nobody running so I'm just going to vote but then there were some instances where I was like I'm not really voting because I don't really care and I know that's sad and ignorant to say, but it's like these same people are still going to just be here. But anyways, let me not get too deep into that. <laughs> and let me also say, y'all, 
my noodles down real quick. I was today years old when I found out that my boy Rance Allen something about the name Jesus died. Like, I know my homegirl had sent me a picture of Rance Allen. And I was like, why is she telling me Rance Allen look like somebody we know? And y'all just laughed about it. But then today, my coworker, she was like, you know that gospel singer that died? I was like, who? And then she had a customer come up, so I couldn't ask her who. But she, before she, but before the customer came up, she was like, the light-skinned man. And I was like, light-skinned man? And Rance Allen popped in my head. And I was like, let me go look this up. But yeah, our boy Rance has died. Um, If you are... If you've ever gone to church or you've been, like, big in the church or your grandparents listen or anybody in your family listen to, like, gospel tracts on Sundays or whatever, you know who Rance Allen is. I'm sure people in your church have sung something about the name Jesus. Uh, he is a miracle worker. <laughs> they said I saw him. So, yes, um, he has passed. And rest in peace to Rance Allen. You will be missed dearly. So, on to today's topic. I just wanted just to come on here and just, you know, kind of shoot the ship. And kind of catch y'all up on some things. So, last time, on the last episode, we talked about my dating life. So, we're just going to kind of do a small continuation of that. And like I said, I'm just going to kind of flow off the dome a little bit. Uh, so, update. Robert Stack voice. The guy that was like, oh, yeah, you don't need to be entertaining all these dudes. I think that I have the power to manifest things and talk people up. Because I go into my POF DMs and he's like, yeah, text me. I'm like... You have my phone number. I ain't talked to you in a while. I was like, well, we're talking right now on here. Just text me. I was like, ah, uh, yeah. And I just scrolled right past it. It's like, sir, it, it just ain't, it ain't working. I know there's a lot of other girls probably talking to you on this app. Please go talk to them. And... As far as the friend of the podcast, <laughs> Big C's, um, it's cool or whatever. Like, um, we cool. That's just very much it. We're cool. Uh, nothing else has really progressed out of that. We shall see. Fingers crossed. I just been like, you know, making jokes and trying to make them laugh and stuff like that. But no marriage yet, guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, no date yet or anything. So like I said, I'll keep you guys updated and posted on that. Um, no new guys either on POF. Nobody that I really, you know, am interested in. And that's just pretty much it on my dating life. I've got exes that be popping up on there. Um, I want to see you. I'm like, or when can I see you? I was like, 
Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, I don't know, y'all. Like, this is very much my dating life. And I want to go back and talk about some ex-boyfriends, too. Because um, I think that's a pretty interesting topic. So, I've got this creepy, oh my god, annoying I won't even say he's my client. But I got this guy that comes into the bank. He's very creepy. And you know, I don't understand how people cannot pick up on the sense of this person doesn't care for me. This person doesn't really like helping me. It's like I think that this person literally comes to the bank and just acts to do stupid stuff for stupid reasons just because he sees me there. If that makes sense. So today, or let me just backtrack. So one day, I was in the middle of helping a customer. I will never forget this. Like, the customer is standing right there in front of me. And I'm helping the customer. And the customer and I are having a conversation. And I start trying to research something for the customer, and the customer is clearly standing right there in front of me. I was at the kiosk. I'm helping them. This is one of my pet peeves, y'all. Don't walk up in the middle of me helping somebody else, or don't stop me when I've got papers in my hand. You see me walk from that customer with papers and or going to get something, or look like I'm going back towards that customer. Or you notice that customer hasn't moved. And you stop me. In the middle of what I'm doing. Like. Where's people's manners at? I don't understand it. I don't get it. So anyways. He walks up to me. He's like. Will you change this for $10? First off sir. I don't even have a drawer over here. That's one. Two. I'm in the middle of helping a customer. Why would you do that? And I, I don't understand where grown people's manners are sometimes or their heads. Like, how do you walk into the bank and you feel so entitled? So, yeah. I was like, I do apologize, but you're going to have to wait because I'm with the customer. I'm helping the customer. Like, I didn't even step off to the side. Like, he just walks up there in front of the customer and just like, I need you to make change for this. I need you to wait. And he was just like, oh, well, never mind. I'll get back in line. Which is what you should have done in the first place. Stop trying to find a reason to come over there and bother me. Leave me alone, you know? So anyways, today, he comes in waving his paper. And he tells me, you're going to have to fill this out because I'm not good at spelling. Thank you. And I started telling him, a part of my job is to not fill things out by hand here. But I said, no, I'm not going to be rude. And then his paper stinked. Yes, I said stinked. I didn't say stink. I said stinked. Because they were bad. But as I was filling out his papers, trying to be nice, I was like, because there was also a long line out there that I didn't want to deal with. So I was like, oh. So, anyways, 
as I'm filling out his papers, he mentions, why don't you work at a plant like everybody else here in South Carolina? And I looked at him and I said, I have worked at a plant. It's just not for me. I'm not going into details with you about why I don't work at a plant. It's none of your fucking business. Because I fucking work at a bank. That's why I don't work at a plant. And he's like, yeah, I know. I understand. I was like, I said, I make more money doing what I do now. I said, and I don't do as much work as I did when I worked in plants. I said, there's some plants around here that will pay actually more than what I make. And I have no shame with the guy. I I make $20 an hour. Um, And I probably would say that too on my banking podcast. But anyways, I make $20 an hour or whatever. Um, And when I worked in plants, I didn't make that much. But my ex actually made... My ex actually made that much. Plus, actually, my ex probably made $10 more than that. Um, But when we first got together, my ex actually made um, $21 an hour. And his job really wasn't that hard. It was more mentally stressful than it was physically stressful. I think the physical stress would come from the mental stress first. Anyways, so he makes a comment about how he used to work at Michelin. Well... My ex doesn't work there anymore, so I can say it now. He used to work at Michelin as well. And I was like, my ex used to work at Michelin. I said, that's one of those jobs where you get paid a lot, you don't do a lot. So he goes and proceeds to tell me how he used to work at Michelin. He didn't want to do this, do that. And he was like, I didn't want to be a block cutter. I didn't want to use knives and this, this, and that. I don't want, I mean, they're starting people off at $13 an hour. And I made the comment, I was like, oh, so they, they moved up in the world because it used to be the end. They're just trying to be nice or trying to hurry up and get them out of there, too. And he keeps on talking, talking about how he don't need a job and this and this and that. Okay, sir, just, I don't even care. I just, I hate when men try to say stuff to try to impress me. I don't impress easy. Especially if I don't like you. So, this guy's like old enough to be my flipping daddy. Like, I think this dude's like old enough to be my mama's daddy. Probably. I don't know. Anyways, I'm getting to the good part, y'all. I promise. So, as I'm filling out his stinking paperwork, he goes to say, You said X. What happened? I said, keyword, X. I said, listen, I don't like to talk about personal life at work. He's like, well, why is he your ex? I said, because we are not together anymore. And you know how people just don't take social cues very well or hints very well? I go ahead and I mention again, I'm like... I don't like to talk about my personal life at work because I don't. He was like, I just want you to say that we just didn't make it. And I cut my eyes from the paperwork and I said, we didn't make it. 
He was like, you're a pretty girl. I was just wondering why you're single. And I didn't say anything. And he's like, I've never been in a relationship. And I said nothing. And he repeated himself again. And I'm like, why are you not understanding? I don't care. I just clearly said to you, I don't want to talk about my personal relationships or my personal, you know, life at work. Because that is nobody's business unless I choose to make it somebody's business. If I am connecting with a client on a level of where I know I'm going to get a sale or I know them, then I'll go ahead and I I might put a little personal touch to it. But I'm never going to be like, oh, my ex, you know, beat me or anything like that. I'm not going to go into those details. But I'll, if, you know, my ex worked with somebody and they'll be like, oh, well, how's he doing? I'll be like, I guess he's doing good or something like that. You know, I'm just not going to go deep into a personal thing with somebody unless I know it's going to make a sale. Like, I was trying to help a customer with their credit card and they knew my ex and they were just like how's he doing and I was like oh he's doing good I guess you know I said you know he's doing this right now she's like oh yeah he's not gonna make as much money as he used to tell him to come back up here with us I was like I'll I'll tell him and she's like well tell him I said hey I said okay I will that's just that but if I don't know you and you're a creep I'm not telling you anything I'm not gonna tell you you know, what my ex's name is and stuff like that, even though some cases I don't care. Who knows his name? But, no, I just, I I don't want to, I want you out of here. You smell horrible. I just, I I don't like being around you, period. Like, get out. So, I just, I don't, I don't like when, I don't like when guys hit on me at work that I don't like now I know you guys are probably like you don't like guys hit on you at work but you <sighs> Bitsy's is different okay and I don't he's never really hit on me at work I've only seen him at my job twice and one time he don't even know I seen him but he can go to my job and hit on me all day honey I'm fine with it okay but guys that but that's it. I don't like hitting on me. Mm-mm. And I always get those creepy old nasty men. I was like, I need to go and do something different with my life because I can't keep attracting these type of men. Now, in the nice looking guys hit on me, which ain't very often, but when some of them do, I flirts back. Yeah, I flirts back. But, mm-mm. And I said I was going to talk about my exes, too. So, let me go ahead and talk about my exes. Alright. So, I think I went into how many exes I had on the last podcast. Um, but there's two that particularly, st- particularly stand out. And that is the most current ex. And the ex from 10 years ago the ex from 10 years ago and I still have some type of dealings um matter of fact I asked him today did he vote and he was like 
I'm in line to do that now. I took a half a day, blah, blah, blah. You know, sometimes we can have civilized conversations, and then there's some days where it's just like, okay. And the toxic's coming out right now. That is just a relationship that, after 10 years, is just don't know me that I've got it's just not gonna work I gotta put it to rest so I guess you could say that or frenemies maybe I, I don't know we talk but we're not we're never getting back together and it took me a long time to be okay with it I mean a long time and my mom was telling me um well, my mama, because I don't say the word mom that much. My mama was telling me, she's like, some things you just got to leave in the past. And that's one of them. And it used to be a time my mom would tell me that. And I would just be like, no, I just can't. Because I just love this man and blah, blah, blah. But the other day when she said it, I said, you know what? You're right. There are some things you got to just leave in the past. I was like... J-Bones and I will not be getting married. We will not be... It's just not there for us, and I'm okay with it. I hate that it took me being 34 years old and being in a relationship and almost getting married and just being like, no, I can't do this. And I, I just hate that I had to go through so many changes just to realize this. Um... I always tell people with that relationship, I went to bed 24 years old and I woke up one day and I looked up and I was 34 and so much time had passed by. So I just don't, uh, that relationship is not for me. And I could go into very, 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 very details about that relationship on another podcast um let me just figure out if I want to I have shot a podcast episode in the past I ended up scrapping it because it was just too heavy but I don't know when I think if I'm ever deciding that I do want to use the experience to help you know, other females or even guys, you know, that may be going through this. I may shoot that episode. But like I said, um, J-Balls and I, we're straight, we're cool. Um, I may even have him on the podcast. But like I said, that whole relationship thing is just, I don't know. Right now, I can't go into details about it. I don't think I'm ready for that. Now, my second relationship, I can go more into detail about that. Um... So, I was telling you guys that I met Froddy. That's what he'll be referred to on this podcast as. um, Because I actually used to call him that to his face. But I call him Froddy because um, he presents himself to be one way. But he's really not. That makes any sense. And he likes to tell people, oh, they just got to see a side of me that... um, you don't see if you don't piss me off or oh, a bunch of just bullshit. So, and I also got the word Friday from the um, the Resolve Mysteries podcast. So, 
so I, I can't take credit for making that up. I got it from somewhere. But Friday, um, and I, if you went to the last podcast episode, you'll find out like how we met. But I'll still kind of do like a brief, you know, introduction of that. So Friday and I met through social media. He reached out to me. He wanted to link up with me and network which at that time I was like yeah I love like trying to meet new people and network with them you know I wanted to be the Jermaine Dupree of the blogging world but I had to get myself off the ground first but I take small groups turn them into big names you know if you if you're 90s kids you know where that came from it came from money and the thing but anyways I just like trying to I just like trying to propel people to the next level of success, even if I ain't got there yet. So, like, I'll share people's products and stuff like that. But anyways, he was like, we need to link up. So, cool. I'm cool with linking up. So, um, he hit me up about making him a vest. Yes, y'all, I literally used to do it all. And he was like, I've already got the studs and stuff. Can you just go through and just, you know, make the vest your own, kind of revamp it for me? It was a quick $20. So I was like, yeah, I got you, I got you. Plus, he already had his own, like, studs and stuff like that. So I did the vest. And he was like, oh, my God, you're so talented and this and this and that. I'm just like, dude, this is a quick $20. I don't even care. So he asked me, could he take me out to dinner? You know how you can just feel like somebody like you, but you ain't feeling them like that? So, I let him take me out to dinner. My voice was gone, and I'll never forget. I said, this is not a date. Even though he likes to tell people that was our first ever date. So, we went out or whatever, and then he was like, because he took me out so he can give me the vest. Then I had to meet up with him to give him the vest back, and he brought his kids. That's the thing he does. You know, he brings his kids around girls he likes and try to reel them in. And I just remember feeling so uncomfortable. Like, I think this dude really thinks it's that kind of party, and it's not. And my mama was like, why were you so upset about him bringing his kids there? I said, because sometimes you just need to leave your kids at home. That was a fucked up thing for me to even say, but I think that was just my—I think that was just my internal telling me, or my intuition telling me, this guy is up to no good. Well, come to find out, years later he was. But anyways, we ended up—I don't know why we ended up hanging out and becoming friends. We ended up getting like really cool, and um having just like we just started hanging out so there used to be this picture i'm not a picture i'm sorry this billboard around my um city that used to say uh spot a stroke well how my now ex-best friend who wore glasses my cousin who wears glasses didn't know that this sign said spot a stroke and we thought the sign said stop strokes so we posed in front of the sign and still talking about stop them strokes, girl. And, you know, me and him posing in front of the sign talking about stop the strokes. And 
it, it was just just a hot ass mess. But I thought I'd throw that in there. So, so we became best friends. Um, it was always like if he needed somebody to hang out with, I was there. If I needed somebody to hang out with, he was there. If we needed some, if the other person needed somebody to talk to, we were there for each other. He'd fall asleep on the phone on me. And we got like really, really close. And then my granddaddy died. And I was just like in a little vulnerable, vulnerable spot. So I started finding myself falling for him. And we became friends in 2014. We became boyfriend and girlfriend in 2015. Um things just moved fast he was one of those people he wanted to be in a relationship because he didn't want to be alone on christmas that's an inside joke um but i'll explain it he's got a cousin who makes music and they decided to it'll be funny for his the cousin's dad to make a song and one of the songs was called um number one girl and while he was making number one girl, my ex snook and like recorded him talking about like all the songs that he could go out here and record. And one of them was, I don't want to be alone on Christmas. Oh, oh my God, that was just a mess. Anyways, <laughs> so it was one of those type of guys like, he would always tell women how he was a single dad and he's just trying to be a good guy and he just wants a good woman to come and help him with his kids and you know his kids moms neglected them it was just a whole bunch of fucking bullshit so anyways we were together um the first year we were together i mean the first year we was together I saw signs of reasons why I should leave. I saw red flags, and I ignored them because I thought maybe I was just tripping. Um, one of the red flags was he would make, like, childish remarks. But we were in our late 20s, so, you know, I just kind of chalked it to the side of being in, late, being in our late 20s, not realizing, okay, that's red flag number one. Red flag number two came with um, his jealousy of J-Bones because he had this fear that I was going to leave him for J-Bones and that was not the case. And I guess because during our friendship, um, I just had this heavy, heavy love for him. And I cried over him and all those things like that. So I guess he thought, well, she's not really over this guy. She's going to leave me for this guy. And at first, I understood how he felt. Because I have been in a position like that before. And it caused me to justify very much irrational behavior in the beginning. I was like, I understand this is how he he's acting out because he feels like I'm going to leave and he's doing anything he can to keep me and you know at first you think oh that's cute but after a while when you've said it over and over again and it's still an issue you can't justify that shit anymore and 
I admit I had my faults and my flaws. Um, I had my toxic traits. I'll be the first person to admit I, I do have toxic traits that I'm working on, which is one of the reasons why I am trying to take my time to... Well, it's one of the reasons why I'm out here just dating this one. But it's one of the reasons also why I'm trying to take my time and get to know Big Caesar before, like, anything pops off. Um, Before I can even say, oh, I truly like you or anything like that, you know. So, so I'm, I'm working on those because I can't bring those into another relationship. And I had tried to grow as a person, but one of my toxic traits also is if I feel like I'm being disrespected, I throw all rationale out of the window, which is what I did a lot in that relationship. Um, he would say things like, when you talk to J-Bones, that makes me that's so disrespectful to me and you know that's just so rude why are you talking to him do you want to be with him and then I would stop talking to Jay Bones but then he would continue to do what he wanted to do so when you go through that for two or three years you ask yourself is it even worth it anymore like, well, is it worth it? And one time, I called the cops because, like I said, it was a lot of toxic things going on. So I called the cops because he had called somebody over there to fight me. And I was like, we up here living in this. Y'all, please do not take this the wrong way. In the South, or in the area I live in, one of the phrases we use is we out here living in amongst these white folks or <laughs> we out here living in this, this white folks neighborhood I'm not gonna be that black couple that the cops are always coming out here for you know so I was like I'm not going to mollywop and drag this bitch across this fucking front yard and go to jail so let me just call a cop get the cops to defuse this situation tell me why him and his bitch come with a whole story a whole fucking lie and have you put in jail and I literally had to fight for my life for like two years to get those charges dropped that's another podcast episode within itself um this guy literally did some very degrading and embarrassing things to me with the help of that bitch bitch your name will always be that bitch in this podcast i don't care how long it's been i don't have no respect for someone who knows that someone calls them a friend and they're going behind their back doing stuff ask another quote unquote or air quote friend who went behind my back how she gets treated now she tries to talk to me i walk past her she tries to have a birthday. I ignore. I saw her in Publix one day, and she didn't know that me and Friday were back together when we had gotten back together because she tried to get with Friday behind my back. And 
she didn't know we were back together. So she turns around. She's like, I said, don't you even fucking look over here, bitch. I said, I will smash your face. I will smash your face in these fucking cupcakes. Like, I don't have time for, I don't have time for that shit. So to the whore that had me, um, that lied on me and had me put in jail, you know, you conspired with fraud to put me in jail. You will always be that bitch. You will always be that whore. I don't like you. Okay. So, anyways, like a dummy, um, this happened in 2017. Like a dummy, I took him back because I was like, you know, he seems like he's really sorry. He's done a lot of things for me, and that's one thing I will say. I won't take away from him. Um, when it came to doing for my child, he would do for my child. And I was like, okay, you know, he's a father figure to Breland. I'm not going to just throw that away. You know, people have their issues and their problems. Honey toxic mentality at its finest. So I took the nigga back. He did not change. Um, and when he didn't change, I was like, I ain't got no reason to change. But then I started sitting there thinking to myself in 2018. I was like, I want better. I was like, I love him. Part of me still loves J-Bones. I just need to distance myself from this whole situation because I want better. And in order to want better, I need to do better. So I had started seeing a therapist in 2017. Um, And it wasn't even a part of just... Because I think a part of me taking my plea was I was going to have to, uh, which I didn't take the plea at all. But a part of me taking my plea would have been to go to anger management. But before I even had got the deal or whatever, I decided, you know, I needed to go to therapy. So I had started seeing the therapist. And shout out to my therapist, because, man, she is flipping awesome. I haven't seen her since 2018. So, because my whole 2019, I was, like, back and forth, just doing a whole bunch of other stuff. So, and it's going to be going on two years that I haven't, or it's not even going to be going on two years. It's been two years since I've seen my therapist. And covid and transportation has a lot to do with that, you know, workouts and stuff like that. But in 2021, I want to make a follow-up visit with her because it's just a lot of things that I need to talk to her about. And it's a lot of toxic traits that I had, you know, started to fall back into that I need to just figure out how to move in a room full of vultures with those. So, anyways... I started seeing a therapist. I was trying to better myself. And in 2000, and I didn't go back to her. But in 2018, I was like, I just can't do this. So that is when I finally made a decision that it was, it took me a long time to come to terms with the decision that I made. But everybody kept telling me it was for the best. It was for the best. Um, and it was. Overall, it was. Because 
I just couldn't continue down the path I was on. And I even tried to um, be friends with Fraudy again this year. And it just wasn't meant to be. And now we don't talk. Um, He was banking at the bank I work at. And he used to come in there all the time. But now I don't. He he doesn't come there, which is fine with me. Um, he has a new girlfriend. He still does the same old things, which is fine with me because it's, I hate to say it, but it's another female's problem. It's not mine. Um, there's not really a smear campaign like there were at first. Um... So, when Friday and I broke up, Friday started dating my cousin's, I guess you would say my cousin's stepdaughter. I mean, she's a gear when it's convenient for her. But that ain't one of the times where it's convenient for her. Um, the story with the cousin thing was, he knew who my cousin was related to. I got several cousins and I don't know them all and she's one of those cousins but my mom knew she was my cousin he knew she was my cousin so you're probably listening like how do you know that I mean how do you know that he knew that was your cousin but you didn't know it was your cousin well and in my family and I'll just say my last name is Gia so in my family um there is no separate set of gears it's all one set my grandma i wish she was alive to get on this podcast because that is who told me that because my grandma broke our history down to me one day and she was like my great grandma miss spencer and my great granddaddy not my great grandma i'm sorry my grandma and my granddaddy miss spencer and mr gear got married and they had a bunch of kids and one of their kids was my daddy and my daddy had a bunch of brothers and sisters and the brothers and sisters have a bunch of kids so a lot of my first cousins have a bunch of kids and then they got kids and then you know she was just explaining it to me she's like so if there if somebody is related if somebody has the last name of gear they're your cousin there, there's no if ands and buts in between. So my ex always knew this because I'm not big on family, but I've always said you can't pick and choose who you're who you're related to, if that makes any sense. So I'm not gonna not claim you, but I ain't gotta fuck with you. And I got a lot of cousins like that. I got a lot of cousins who will sit there and be like, oh, that, that, that ain't my cousin. That's a different side. That's a different side. Well, I'm here to tell you, boo-boo. We cousins, let it go. Okay? So, um, and the ones that say that, I don't even fuck with them. I don't even speak to them. But I'm not going to say they're not related to me. So, I was at my mom's house one day. And... You know, we'd already established many, many, I think, like, my I'd been in my relationship for, like, two years, that Friday had cheated on me. So, I was like, you want to see what Friday's girlfriend looks like? You want to see what Friday left me for? 
and I show her, she was like, that's your cousin, I was like, you've got to be fucking joking right now, so, yes, Friday started going with my cousin, um, actually, Friday started, Friday had been seeing my cousin while we were together, so, long story short, they ended up making a little life together, and then they broke up, so, I just really didn't, I just really, I have my salty moments about the situation, and I've expressed them to him, but then at times I'm just kind of like, that's somebody else's problem now, do I still love Friday? I got some love for Friday, I'm not gonna sit up here and front like I don't, we were together for three years, we used to be friends, um, so, I've got some kind of love for Friday. It's just, if I never saw the side, I don't like saying people expose the real them, but if I had never seen the real side of him, we probably would have still been together. Because the side that he portrayed to me in the beginning, um, he was such a nice guy, sweet guy. He was the type of guy who... If you went out to eat with him and you're a female, he's going to pay for you because, and he's going to open your door and all that crazy stuff like that. So that was the side I fell in love with, the side I live with, the side I saw, and I could do it out. So that's just it on that, y'all. Um, it is 10.02. Let me see where I am at on the podcast I hadn't even y'all tell me why I hadn't even like just touched my noodles anymore like they've been sitting over here okay so I'm at 51 minutes so I'm gonna go ahead I'm going to end out this blog y'all this blog look at me I've been watching YouTube I'm gonna go ahead and end out this podcast episode um I'm just gonna name this podcast episode shooting the shit episode one or part one but all right y'all Night night friends. Bye y'all.